Welcome to Pod Trivia, the podcast where we ask you questions and you can't answer until a later date. I'm your host, Britton. And I'm Kyle. And that's Becky. And that's Becky. She's Are you on the floor. Myself? Yeah. I don't know. You're a member of this podcast. Am I now? I introduced you in the last episode or the second to last episode. I'm I don't know. Be real. You get a featuring credit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Jiminy Cricket in this situation. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you're like the um like the person in the back of the newsroom who's writing all of the corrections that they then have to play at the end of the news. <laughs> the fact like, checker. Uh, yeah, the fact checker who has to be like, like a combination all of this of is wrong. And the old men in the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. That's perfect. actually very relevant because I recently started watching the Muppets quarantine like, problems. Like the actual Muppets or like... Like I watched the Muppet movie and then I watched... The, the Muppets, you know, the they, ABC. They like the ABC right. remake, yeah, yeah, not yeah. like, I don't think he's watching the 90s cartoon. No, I watched the, like, the movie from 1976. Oh, like, okay. the first oh, Muppet movie. All right. And then I went... And how would you rate it? Uh, yeah, yeah you know, like, it's, it's good for nostalgic purposes. Yeah. You know, it was worth watching. It's not gonna say my favorite movie, but, yeah. Was, Fair yeah. enough. It held up. Tonight, tonight we watched The Big Lebowski. We finished The Big Lebowski. And we had started it the previous night. If I could have that time back in my life, I would pay a lot of money. Okay, well, I think you just offended a lot of people. Pretty... Yeah, a lot of people really like that movie. <laughs> I am so fine at offending anyone, including my own husband, who thinks that that movie is worth watching. I think it is. I think it's a Coen Brothers film. Coen Brothers are really great writers, I think. Yeah. All right, so anyway, to the trivia portion. Yeah. <laughs> that was trivia. What are we talking about today? Uh, well, I'm going to be talking about Anonymous. And this should be interesting because I know a little bit about them as opposed to yes. previous topics where I just have not known anything. So I might be able to have an opinion. <laughs> so A preformed opinion. A preformed it's opinion. It's so hard to get you to have an opinion, Britton. So, yeah, so speaking of that i think i need to cite a couple of sources one source that you gave me so one i'm pulling a lot of this from wikipedia the other one is um the uh and that's why we drink podcast mm, where they did an podcast episode, um talking a lot about anonymous and uh yeah so what do you know about anonymous britain in a, in a, just in a general sense, like what is Anonymous? Anonymous is a group of secret people who, <laughs> secret, secret. one of their things that they like to do is keep the internet free and yeah. for anybody and yeah. they work together to make sure that that happens. That is my... <laughs> over secret people. What are People. Secret like, people. Is that a club? Is that a classification of humanity? Are are their identities anonymous? Well, is so that what their you name meant? is anonymous, and so they yeah. don't tell people who they are. Therefore, they are that secret is... people. Juice, thanks. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's a pretty good. It's my short summary. synopsis. Yeah. So anonymous. Uh. 
I'll just jump into what I had written. So Anonymous was started as a decentralized hacktivist collective that's widely known for cyber attacks against several governments, the Church of Scientology, and the Westboro Baptist Church. Now, Westboro Baptist Church. West Westboro. That's how you spell it. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I've always okay. heard it pronounced Westboro Baptist Church. So no, you yeah, haven't. Continue. Right. Fair enough. West Westboro Baptist Church. So is um, it's not a bureau of the government. I, I agree. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. Y'all gave me permission to be more part of this and you shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, so Anonymous, when they came on the scene, really changed the game when it came to hacker groups. Because while other hacker groups that came before them sort of were doing it in a sense, for the spotlight. Like, it was like, oh, look how good I am at this. I want to draw the spotlight to me. They wanted... they Anonymous didn't want the eyes on them. They wanted it on whatever they were targeting or whatever they were protesting in favor of. Yeah, so if I remember right, they picked a lot of things that they felt, like, limited the internet and yeah. basically, you know, attacked them either through... DOL attacks, which is a thing. Not DOL DOS. Denial of services. Oh, hey! Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're jumping one of my questions later. Oh, okay, we'll cool. Anyway, I had to learn that for my uh, CPA exam, so, you know, I'm pretty... Did you really? Yeah, because we had a oh. whole section on... Cybersecurity? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. that's really... I want to learn more about that. I mean, the IRS kind of has important information. That's not deeply shocking. Yeah, I just feel like that would be, like, training that you would take on a, like, per-firm basis, well, not necessarily a part of a CPA. Exam. By that, I mean I had to learn the word DOS and what it meant. Like, that <laughs> right, was... Fair enough. That was kind of, like, the extent of what I had to do. All right, that's fair so, enough. So, anyway, sorry I, I jumped ahead. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. So... Another thing that makes Anonymous unique is that there's no necessary necessary requirements for joining Anonymous. You can literally just like like declare I am now in Anonymous. Perfect. And you're now in Anonymous because by their name they are anonymous. There's no like name to these people. Therefore, like you just declare that you're in the group, and all of a sudden you are. Like nobody can dispute that you're not. Yeah, but it kind of right. defeats the purpose if you're declaring you're anonymous. <laughs> Yeah, like it's. No I declare I'm anonymous. anonymous. I declare bankruptcy. Um, so this ended up being one of the most powerful aspects of Anonymous's collective because while some sects of the group would be arrested, uh, or their operations would be thwarted, or or you know maybe they didn't work out the way they wanted to, other sects of the group would be thriving in their missions. And that's just because they have this sort of distributed collective aspect to them. Um, you've already covered some of their basic philosophies, but they're also like, because there's so many different sects to the organization, it's sort of hard to pin down exact philosophies um, because there is like thousands and thousands of members and they have like varied opinions amongst the members. But broadly speaking, anonymous opposed internet censorship and any sort of like internet control. Uh, it targeted organizations and governments that it accused of censorship. Um, there were They were early supporters of things like the Global Occupy Movement, the Arab Spring protests, 
Um, generally, the only like listed rules, which was listed in like an early manifesto of the anonymous organization, was that uh, you can't disclose your identity. You have to be anonymous. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> First rule of anonymous um, is can't, you can't say your name. Uh, second rule is you can't talk about anonymous. <laughs> is that right? Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't talk about the group. They're just they're just ripping off Fight Club. Yeah, sort of. Now you and oh sorry you had a, is and there you a third can't rule? attack the media. Oh, okay. So they this was actually pretty well upheld uh, amongst the entire quote unquote life of the organization. They still sort of continue to today, but you can't attack any form of media because they were also strong believers in like the media has the right to report on the truth. Makes sense. So you mentioned that they were strong supporters, uh, or like the first supporters of two things that I didn't know yeah. the name of and don't know what they are. Are you able okay. to explain that? Occupies. I like no. It, so you probably know the Occupy movement as being Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. It was like in two thousand and eight, um, and sort of post the the housing recession in in two thousand and eight, there was a lot of people who sort of looked at Wall Street and big banks as being this like monolithic group of just like owning the country in a sense mm -hmm. and so there was a lot of protests sort of fighting what wall street quote-unquote stood for uh, anonymous was one of the very first organizations sort of uh putting their weight behind that okay and then the arab spring yeah protests, i've never heard i don't about really that. i'll be honest i didn't look too much into them beyond the fact that i know that they're protests that all took right. place all right, Shh. Uh, all right. Be becky's okay. gonna feel, all right gonna fact check i was gonna say you, i was like we should are you googling it okay i i so, feel i realized we also do, i do this a lot last time where i'm like oh i don't know that i feel like we should either <laughs> find out about it or, or we should cut out the question <laughs> okay that's okay though okay the arab spring was something that was a movement of Arab countries overthrowing like different kind of leaderships, but mostly authoritarian kind of leaderships. Sure. And it was kind of this domino effect of like, it started and then like all of these countries did it. And it was to a lot of historians, like really unexpected, but then like, I mean, it was one of the first, like, social media played a really big role. Right. And people being like, oh, we're going to overthrow them, and here we're going to organize. And there are ways to do that now that there weren't before. So okay. it was a major political movement, and it mostly happened, like, when we were in high school and college. Sure. So maybe you're going to get to this, Kyle, and if you are, just stop me. But if I remember right... They basically anonymous realized that some countries were censoring their internet, for and so their people were not allowed to use their internet. And then anonymous found out and started tweeting out about it. And then they started getting passwords to people in those countries, so they were able to access the internet. And then they were able to tell their stories and right, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't really cover that in great detail. I The only part that I was sort of covering on that is, like, I sort of just covered that they attack a series of governments that sort of uh, push against or are censoring mm -hmm. uh, what their people can say. Um, and, 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 yeah, you're right. Like, any sort of government that sort of would block off aspects or block off parts or block off the entire Internet for their people, uh, Anonymous, a lot of the times, would... 
uh, have people on the ground there and would start to show people how to access the internet via other means that weren't necessarily blocked by this by the government's sort of censorship systems yeah yeah um so how sort of anonymous got started um are you familiar with the website 4chan i yes I know, yeah. I know of it. I have not used it. I have not been on it, but no, I know it, I, it I haven't either. A, a lot of the times people refer to like 4chan as being sort of like the cesspool of the internet. Yeah. In the sense that it really is just sort of a place. It's just a forums site, sort of like Reddit, more of like just random content though. Yeah. And a lot more of like uh, sort of I don't know. Words, um, uh, right? Yeah. Is, like, yeah. isn't it only words and people would write stories and d jokes? Yeah, like, you can, and... you can do stuff like that. And you can, yeah, I think, I mean, you can link to pictures. And it's just like a very, you'd look at it and be like, this is just a forum website from the early 90s. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a really. Uh, it's still around. It's still around. Yeah. Um, sort of like there's different subreddits. There's also different boards that you can post to in 4chan. So there's the slash B board, which is just a, a random board, basically. Mm -hmm. And, like, really disgusting things would get posted in the slash B board a lot. Like, people would post, like, pictures of dead bodies and, like, really wild, sometimes illegal stuff would get posted onto mm -hmm. there. And, and wasn't it a big part that you didn't have a username that you... So, yeah, that's actually what I'm about to cover, is anonymous, just like the username, or, or your username being listed as anonymous, was a moniker given to 4chan users who leave comments on boards without actually identifying themselves. So, like, if you didn't... If you chose not to identify yourself on a post, you'd be listed as anonymous. Yeah, the, like the definition of the word. Right. Yeah. And there was like this consistent stream of like these memes and troll posts that started to happen on 4chan, all from anonymous. And there was sort of this like collective joke of like, what if this is all the same person? Mm -hmm. And that is at least sort of where anonymous got its start was that people started to sort of be on this 4chan board and then would sort of collectively come together to do these sort of um, what they called either like pranks or raids and in as a very early example in 2006 they invaded a social networking site that was called um habo hotel and this site was like have you ever been on like second life or like i've maybe seen a club penguin no but i have seen dwight's second life from the office <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so it's it's basically like a, a social networking site where you have like a little avatar and you can like walk around this sort of like digital hotel yeah and sort of like you know do random stuff throughout the hotel and in like 2006 they invade this social network and they create like hundreds and hundreds of users with an identical avatar. And then they would all go 
to the digital hotel's pool. And they did this so that way nobody else could get into the pool because it was always taken up by them. Gotcha. This so this reminds me of it reminds me of The Sims, like when you put your character yes. in and you take out the the way out, so then they get trapped and die. Except that yeah, it's with yeah. people and it's not allowing them into the pool. Yeah. So a perfect comparative, perfect analogy. <laughs> perfect analogy. It's the exact same but opposite, and not the and same. So, in like 2006, this is where they started to sort of get some notoriety, and this is where it has they had the first news report about them, and a Fox station in Los Angeles um, called them "quote unquote" hackers on steroids, domestic terrorists, and an internet hate machine. <laughs> So hackers on um, steroids are just like really buff, smart people. Really buff, smart dudes. <laughs> or women. Or women. That's true. Yeah, what? Wow. Wow, Kyle. I mean. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's my bad. No, Anon- I'm really okay with the assumption that 4chan is just men. Yeah. We can keep that in. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like 4chan and like the B-board was pretty widely regarded as being like mostly white men. Yeah, because they're dumb and stupid. Yeah, pretty much. Um, just stop the podcast there. We've covered, <laughs> we've covered. <laughs> <laughs> So then Anonymous first gets associated with hacktivism in about 2008. You didn't, yeah, I mean, that's what okay, they called themselves, okay, hacktivists. Hold on, hold on. He, he already, he, he, he already said that, that word. He hold said on. that word. I wasn't being... Stop yelling. <laughs> no. Okay. 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 Now, here's my my bone to pick. Yeah. Hacking, yes. But in what way is it activism bettering the community to take up the pool? <laughs> Well, okay. that might not so, be the perfect example, but the whole right. thing about so, like, free speech and free internet. I'm, I'm with you on the rest of it, but at that point, they were like, we're activists. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we're no, saving no, no, no. the world from pools. So the pool <laughs> joke happened in 2006, and uh, I said they got associated with hacktivism in 2008. Yeah. Two, two years. years. <laughs> two, two years to grow their product and just yeah. really become activists so in 2008 they first get associated with hacktivism um following a series of actions against the church of scientology Mm -hmm. and this was dubbed project uh chinology chinology yeah chinology c-h-a-n-o-l-o-g-y chinology okay so the other thing that you have to know about anonymous is that there is always a project and there's always an op. So, like, every attack that they mostly uh, took part in always had, like, a code name, which was either, like, op something, standing for, like, operation something, Mm -hmm. or it was, like, project something. And so, like, if you go through their Wikipedia page, it's just hundreds of them. It's just, like, hundreds of code names. So, like, I'm not even going to come close to covering 2% of those today because it's going to take... It would it would take me hours yeah. to do that. I'm I'm just not gonna That's do that. wild though. That's I'm a lot. covering I'm covering the the major sort of hits mm-hmm. that they did. Um so yeah, after so basically the website Gawker, which is a gossip website, posts this video of Tom Cruise 
and Tom Cruise at this point or in this video is very strongly speaking out in favor of Scientology. Yes. And he sort of comes off a little bit crazy in the video. What? No. Or a little bit strong at least. And so the Church of Scientology sends a cease and desist letter to Gawker telling them to take this video down. Mm -hmm. So Anonymous looks at this as being uh, an act of censorship against the media. So they go after the Church of Scientology and they organized prank calls to the Scientology hotline. They organized, um, <laughs> they sent faxes to Church of Scientology. What's fax a fax? I know, right? So a fax is like a no, phone line, no. but you would send a, no. send a piece of paper. No. And uh, instead of just like sending, you know, FU or whatever it was in a fax, they would just send pieces of paper that were all blank, black ink. That's right. So that way it used up as much ink as it possibly could. And then they had to go buy more. Which I think is the most genius thing ever. Yeah, like that's so smart. smart they were pretty well known for like coming up with creative ways to make their enemies spend money in an attempt to like like make them run out of money mm. in, in order to shut them down they did this also to like a uh radio host who was like pretty actively i forget his name off the top of my head but he was like pretty well known as being a nazi and they would they like kept sending faxes to his uh like radio show and like they did all these things didn't they order a, a whole bunch of pizzas to his house yeah, they ordered like tons of pizzas to his house and they made him go bankrupt they literally made him go to bankrupt court and he ran out of money and had to like shut down his show uh for quite a while um uh, because he just had no money mm -hmm. um so uh, i think yeah, this is a good point to say like um Hey, hey, Anonymous, we're not making yeah. fun of you. <laughs> no, We respect no, you, and please uh, please don't bankrupt please, us. Please, please don't come after us. I respect what you guys do. We're sharing your um, story. And we're. I'm just trying to report the facts. And if I got any of these facts wrong, please reach out, and I'd be happy to, to correct them. Um, Anonymous, you don't need to call him. <laughs> just send him a fax. Just so, and then for uh, Project Technology, this is one of the first cases that Anonymous starts using what you referred to earlier, a DDoS attack mm. to pretty great effect. So this is my first question to you, and you already sort of know the answer. Yeah. A DDoS attack stands for what? Well, denial of services, but is the first D for d digital? Digital denial? Yeah. D dental? It's distributed. Oh, Distributed denial of service. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Why, why is it distributed? It, so generally... Isn't there also so, a DOS? I, I mean, like, you could technically use them. D-O-L, that's what you're thinking of. No. The Department of Licensing? Yeah. No. Um, generally, you, you will probably see a lot of people use DOS and DDoS interchangeably. Okay. Um... Basically, what a DDoS attack is, is it you, what you are doing is sending thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of requests to a single server that might be hosting like a website. 
and you're doing this so much that the server cripples because it doesn't understand how to handle all of this requests coming in at the same time and it just dies. And so this is a pretty effective way to take down a website. Mm -hmm. um, if you've ever gone to, I, I think like a quintessential example of this is if you've ever gone to purchase tickets to something like a concert uh, or yes. a movie, when it like first comes out and you're like, I need to get these tickets before they sell out. And you've ever had like the website either slow down and come to a crawl mm -hmm. or the website just crashes. What is happening is an or organic DDoS attack. There's so many people trying to hit a website all at the same time. It can't handle the load. So it just crashes. That's a good example. I was trying to think of one and couldn't. It, it happens pretty frequently whenever, like, new video games come out as well. Mm. Like, if a new video game comes out, the multiplayer servers tend to crash within the first couple of days because there's so many people wanting to play the game all at the same time. It's just not designed to handle that load, usually. Um, in a similar sense, if everybody showed up to a hospital with COVID-19 all of a sudden, oh a hospital wouldn't be able to take everybody in all What? What a wild have, example. I know, right? So, yeah, like in the same way that, you know, they talk about flattening the curve for COVID or going to the hospital. That's like how network engineers talk about you sort of want to, you, you deal with like the, you want to try to flatten out your traffic so it comes out over time, not all at once in big spikes. Wow, how relevant this topic is. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um. And, like, there's lots of tools that exist to, to perform DDoS attacks. Some legal tools and some illegal tools. But you, most of them are open source tools that you can go find online. I, I, I'm not going to list any. And the reason I'm not going to list any is because if you go use one and you go use it to take down somebody's website, I don't want to be held responsible yeah, let's not, for that. Let's not promote illegal actions. Um... And the DDoS attack sort of becomes the trademark of Anonymous's attacks. And the reason is, is because they invented their own DDoS tool, which was called the Low, Orbit, Low Orbital Strike Tool. And it, the reason it's called a distributed denial of service attack is because it basically spins up what their tool did was spun up lots and lots of computers all over the world. And those computers all over the world all attacked a single server at the same time. Mm -hmm. So as somebody who is you know, being attacked by a DDoS attack, you can mitigate the problem by shutting down traffic from a specific region. Like for example, if all the traffic is coming from Eastern United States, you can just shut off all shut the inputs from Eastern United States, and now you're fine. But if it's coming from all over the world, your only choice is to shut down the whole thing. Gotcha. Extra tricky so, there. <laughs> right. That's why you would call it a distributed denial of service. Okay. Attack. That makes and sense. And there's lots of, there's actually lots of malware that exists that can infect your computer. And all that virus or that malware is doing is sitting there waiting and once it wakes up it wakes up to perform a ddos attack and this is a like really sophisticated version of a ddos attack 
and probably without knowing it, most computers in the world have actually taken part in DDoS attacks. Because malware made their computer attack someone else? Yep. Mm. No boy, yep. no. Um, so yeah, like, because DDoS tools are actually so easy to use, um, <laughs> new members to Anonymous would go download these tools to perform attacks, mm -hmm. but wouldn't realize that they, or would, because they were new, forget to hide their own IP addresses. Ah, uh, see, every, you gotta know that. That's like, that's, that should yeah, have been step, rule one of Anonymous. One. <laughs> hide your IP address. And so, like, a lot of anonymous members end up getting caught in this time because they would use these tools without realizing that, like, these this is illegal and you're going to get caught doing this mm -hmm. if you're not careful. So that was, like, the non-hackers on steroids. That was just the regular yeah. hackers. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, all right, go, going back, do you know what an IP address is? An IP address is the... <laughs> It's like a serial number for your internet. Yeah. 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 I'll take that. Yeah. Answer, cool. Sure. <laughs> it's basically like a unique number that identifies your computer, mm -hmm. and that IP address um, is basically used to sort of reach out to other servers on the internet, and you're basically saying like, "Hey, this is this is who I am." And that computer is saying, well, this is who I am. This is my IP address. And then you can exchange information, which is how you do go download a website or something like yeah, that. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so the attacks, including the DDoS attacks, that Anonymous was performing against the Church of Scientology sort of accumulated in thousands of Anonymous members joining together for a simultaneous protest around the world um, in person. So they were actually going to so, Church of Scientology. Not um, around the world, then. I mean, like, th there are uh, uh, Church of Scientology buildings around the world. Oh, that's true. Okay, I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, they were going to these places around the world, and they were, like, standing outside and protesting. And they wore uh, stylized guy fox masks. And... These masks sort of became one of the icons of Anonymous mm -hmm. in some sense. And these Guy Fox masks were made popular by what graphic novel slash film? V for Vendetta. Yes, which V for Vendetta. is a great film. I recently rewatched it, and it is so crazily applicable to right now. Because yes, it's about, I yeah, agree. there's a lot of themes in it that have to do with themes that are currently going on in the world, like a disease. Yeah. And granted yeah. in the movie, it's a fake disease and coronavirus is not fake. It's not just fake. want to throw that out there, it's but it's still very interesting. No, I, I totally agree. Like if you've never seen or read V for Vendetta, it's basically like a totalitarian government is sort of ruling over this sector. And this particular character is sort of fighting against that. That's, you know, a, very high level summary but um so now i'm going to sort of fast forward uh in anonymous's sort of uh projects i guess you could say to 2012 so by this point anonymous had really made a name for itself it had attacked organizations 
such as the Epilepsy Foundation, Support Online Hip Hop, Sarah Palin. Wait, pause. Why are we why are we attacking the Epilepsy Foundation? I I believe that they posted some things that they were trying to censor certain members, and so Anonymous came after them. Uh, support online hip hop. Sarah Palin, the No Cussing Club. Hip hop. Yeah, that's another whole thing. I'm not really gonna get into it, but uh, all of hip hop. No, just support online hip hop. The organization. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> they hacked Dr. Dre. <laughs> uh, the 2009 Iranian election. Um, Kevin Rudd, who was the Prime Minister of Australia. Okay. Um, the Oregon Tea Party, Sony, Oregon Amazon, PayPal, <laughs> MasterCard, Visa, the Post Finance, which is a Swiss bank. Ah, yeah. The government of Zimbabwe. Yes, yes. <laughs> like everybody out like, there. Yeah. Like they had a, they had hacked or attacked a lot of organizations. Mm-hmm. Well, and was it I mean, we talked about the Arab nations. Wasn't it like the yeah. whole country of Jordan? Was yes. that was that the right country? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 had uh, attacked like the the entire infrastructure of the country of Jordan mm-hmm. at one point. Um, in 2012, they they published an open letter to the Westboro Baptist Church. Am I saying that right? Yep. Which was known. For picketing funerals with signs that read, God hates a word for gay people that I'm not going to repeat. Good. Good that you are not repeating it. Sorry. I want to be clear on that. <laughs> it's not good that they're picketing these people. Um, but the Westboro Baptist Church, and specifically Shirley Phelps Roper, then agreed to an open debate with an anonymous member that goes by the tag Topiary on the David Pakman podcast. And so there's sort of, and to, to this, I believe is in 2000. Oh, this is in 2012. I have it written here. This is actually like, I, I was a freshman in college when this happened. I watched this podcast live as they were debating. Wow. And which was, I guess that's just interesting trivia about me. But <laughs> in the middle of this debate on this podcast, Anonymous says, well, thanks so much for talking with us. We just hacked all of your websites. Uh-oh. And every Westboro Baptist Church website, when you visited it, all had a manifesto posted by Anonymous and they, at the top of the website, always put that Anonymous had seized the website under Rule 14 of the Internet. What? What's Rule yeah. 14? I was going to ask, okay. do you know what Rule 14 of the Internet is? Are well, really going to talk about this? What? Rule 14. Yeah. I know what Rule 14 is. Go ahead. No. All right. I, th- I think this is a different rule than what you're thinking, but go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I need Becky to, I need to hear what Becky's Rule 14 is. I can. I cannot say it. I think you're thinking of Rule 34. It's very possible. Yeah. Do you know what Rule 14 is? No, I still don't. That's why I asked it originally. Fair enough. It's, quote, do not argue with trolls. It means they win. Mm. 
that's actually pretty good rule. I mean, that is yes. the whole point of trolls is to get a rise yes. out of you. And like anonymous is pretty well known for being like trolls. Like like a lot of the the ways that they attacked people were like sort of trolls and for jokes and and that's mm -hmm. um then uh this is about when the occupy wall street protests um start to uh take place in new york city um anonymous were really early participants and helped spread the occupy movement into other cities and across the globe um they uh attacked the new york stock exchange website they also attacked the L london stock exchange and held protests outside the london stock exchange um and so like y you sort of get this idea that like anonymous is going after anything that they sort of want to um but also they they are this unique structure or unique organization because there there is no leaders to anonymous can't cut there, off the head of the snake if there is no head right or like you can't cut off the head of a hydra because two just grow back in its well you place, can right cut off the head of hydra because and then yeah, two grow back right but like that's the point of a hydra <laughs> you want to cut its heads off or it wants you, you don't. it wants you to cut its head up right that's that's the one yeah uh-huh i've seen hercules so... gotta crush him <laughs> yeah you do you have to crush him the because or to me at least it's so interesting that they worked so effectively in this distributed model mm -hmm. because there wasn't really a leader or leaders to push specific ideas agendas forward it was really just like certain groups would come together they would perform this operation and then they'd move on to the next thing if we fast forward i'm going to fast forward again from 2012 all the way to 2020 2020 that's now that's now that's now time now. yeah when does then become now now um <laughs> after the killing of George Floyd, Anonymous sort of resurfaced. They were pretty quiet ever since like 2015, 2016. Mm -hmm. They were pretty quiet since then. But they posted a video on Facebook after the killing of George Floyd. Basically, and they also sent it to the Minneapolis Police Department. Basically saying they were going to seek revenge on the Minneapolis Police Department. Shortly after that, the Minneapolis Police Department website goes down mm -hmm. um it's sort of hard to know whether or not that website going down is because of anonymous or though because obviously the world had sort of heard about this news and about the minneapolis police department so it's also very possible that they either temporarily took their website down because so many people were coming to that website or it just was an organic DDoS, mm -hmm. and so many people came to the website and it got taken down because of that. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I could see all, either one working. Yeah, but the governor of Minnesota, Tim Waltz, I think is how you say his name, um, said that the servers in the region suffered a sophisticated attack. Oh, okay, so he he admitted it. Yeah, maybe. 
it, it could have been anonymous. Some other reports sort of said that it, it wasn't a sophisticated attack. Like CNN reported that it seemed like it was just sort of a standard DDoS attack. Mm. So it's sort of hard to know whether or not Anonymous was actually behind this website yeah. takedown. I have to... But... My possibly. Yeah, my personal opinion is that if they did take it down, why has there been nothing else that's been done? I mean, right. we know that they're not shy. Like, they took down a whole yes. government in Jordan. So if they yes. really wanted to do something, I feel like they, they could do a lot more than maybe it. just shutting down the website for a little bit. Yeah, totally. I I I think you you might be correct there. I I I don't dis dispute that the Facebook video is probably real. I I just it doesn't seem as brash as I feel like most organized anonymous attacks are. Agreed. But but doesn't fit their normal MO. But maybe they're changed. They're older now. They're wiser. They're a little bit older now. They're, you know, they're now. in their golden golden years. They're kicking back. They're relaxing. Yeah. Just taking down a little website or something. <laughs> Becky's looking at me with a face. <gasps> um, to me, does she though, not I... normally look at you I with a face? I look at you without a face, darling. <laughs> to me, though, I think the most interesting thing uh, to me is there is a similarity or a parallel that I'd like to draw between anonymous and the black lives matter movement. Like there, I, I think there's an interesting parallel in that, like they grew and in, in a distributed fashion in order to make it harder to just squash the movement, which I think is really effective for a movement that is trying to get a protest and a point across. I, I don't disagree with the, the heart of what you're saying. I think that... I, 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 I think you like Anonymous more than I do. I think I, it's a little bit insulting to compare the two. Um, because... A good portion of Anonymous's culture seems to be trolling, hijinks, trolling, trolling by yeah, their own definition. I agree with that. Um, versus like a civil rights movement. So I just want to start there. Sure, that I the agree. Comparison with that. is not um, to the hearts of the movement. Sure, I agree. Even if cybersecurity and not being or not being um, censored is sure. an important issue, but. Um, I'm just giving you clarifiers that sure. I know you believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, because of the way the leadership is structured, and it depends on how you use that wording, um, it does make it much harder than, say, in the um, earlier civil rights movement where um, it probably felt very easy yeah. um, to target particular leaders. Of course, we know the CIA... Um, bugged Martin Luther King's house. Mm -hmm. um, but when you have local leaders across the country in a movement, how do you even like keep up with it? I understand. Right. That compared but to even that. those local leaders mm -hmm. have come out to say like, we're not the leaders of this movement. Like, it's just a movement. And I think a big part of that, sure. which, and where the parallel does work, is that each 
area of the Black Lives Movement is going to have their own things that they need to focus on, whether it's talking right, to right. certain people or whether they instead need to focus on the community or what's going to work best for them, and mm-hmm. which is kind of similar to Anonymous because there was no, you know, one agenda. They each kind of worked yes. on what they own, what they wanted to do. And so in that way, there is some parallel there where they're doing what's kind of best for them in their own community and situations. Right. I agree with your points that, like, the core of those movements are not the same. I'm not trying to say that, like, one complements the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that, like, I think it's interesting to look at Anonymous's model of distributed sort of anti-leadership and see that work in a more um, civil rights and more focused, in, in, in a lot of ways as well, real activist movement. Yeah, like I think your, uh, your parallel, Becky, to the civil rights movement of the 1960s, mm-hmm. I think is a really great point where like once Martin Luther King died, was killed, there was it's i think that movement obviously took a loss in some sense Mm -hmm. and that movement had a harder time moving forward from that point i'm not not trying to say that they didn't but when you don't have a single name or a single leader you just have distributed groups of people it becomes much harder to sort of squash that swell of an idea. And I think that works in a lot of contexts. I think Anonymous shows that it works in hacktivism. And I think the Black Lives Matter movement shows that it works for um, positive movements for change. Yeah. Does that? Yeah. I I think that's... Does that work? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm I'm on board. (laughs) I, I wasn't at first, but you opened the door, and I got in. All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, and that's my thing on Anonymous. Yeah, that was good. I liked, that was a different take than I've heard the one podcast take. So it... <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that podcast as well. I think that they have a pretty good take on Anonymous, and I I, I think there's, there's a lot of things that I could get into about Anonymous mm-hmm. that I think are like I, I i by no means am trying to defend what they some of the things that they did mm-hmm. um i i i sort of covered the sort of couple of things that i think um they may be most well known for um i would also really recommend i watch the documentary um we are a legion yeah i need um, to watch that it's a it's a really great documentary i i think we are legion I, one of the interesting parts about that documentary is they actually show or they interview known members of Anonymous who have either been arrested or have come out as sort of saying, like, I was in Anonymous and here's all this proof of that. And I think that's it, it's an interesting documentary that not only goes into sort of covers Anonymous, but also covers like the origins of hacking mm. and where that sort of started um which was like in an mit like club way back when 
that actually was like the train club in MIT. But uh, it's it's a really interesting documentary. If you get the chance to go watch it, I would check it out. Yeah, definitely am. All right. Well, since I pre-answered all of your trivia questions during your section, let's go into our questions. Trivia questions. I'm prepared this time. About time. Yeah. All right. I have like a 50-50. So like a yes or no? I have a trivia as well. Would you like it at the end? Yeah. Britain? At the end. Yeah, we'll take it at the end. I have like a 50-50 record I was saying of bringing trivia. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe we're all tied up right now. I believe that's correct. One, one, I believe one. it's 1-1-1. One, 1-1-1. One, one. One, one, one. Because Becky 1-1. One, one. Yeah. All right. So my question for you. There are four states that have the same first letter as the state name and their capital. Can you name two of them? <laughs> Can I name two of them? Okay. Maybe one. We'll go one. Nah, two. Um, I'm going to guess that these are Midwest United States states. You don't need to guess. I, I don't know is the answer. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Like, I... I do, do you I know the state like, capitals? I don't know all the state capitals. Okay, well, then maybe <laughs> if you can just get one. May I? Oh, sure, go ahead. Kansas. No. Kansas City. No. Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, Topeka is the capital of Kansas. Oh. All right. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting it The out. four states oh. are Dover. De- Hold on. Let me, uh, let me take a guess. Okay. Um, Nevada? No. No. Um, it's uh, Carson City, Nevada. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say... No, it's Albany, New, New York. York. Albany, no, you know. Albany. Albany, Albany. New York. <laughs> Albany, New York. Uh, Did you just say that? Indiana? Yes, Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, there you go. I got one. Um, uh, Missouri. Okay, move it on. Okay. The going. other ones are Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Dover, uh, Delaware, and Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, I should have known Hawaii. I feel I definitely knew Wait, that. Wait, wasn't I thought it was that they were the whole thing was in the name. No, the no, just the, the first the first letter. Yeah, they share a first oh, letter. I could have come up with that then. Okay. Okay. Well, you didn't get Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, so. You know what? No one asked. But me. I got Indiana. Yep. So you got oh, yeah point. Ah, oh, cool. All right, my my first trivia question. I was so. I was going to do a themed trivia set okay. where it was all going to be about chefs oh, and restaurants. Yeah. And then I immediately abandoned that idea after the first question because I couldn't Good. come up with a second question. <laughs> all right. So the first question, which is to, on this theme, how many Michelin stars does Chef Gordon Ramsay have? Four. And and I, I mean currently. Thirteen. Not collectively. Well, okay, you can get a Michelin star per restaurant, right? You can get up to three, three Michelin stars per restaurant in a in in a restaurant. Okay, uh, thirty-one. No, uh, six. Oh, Becky's pretty close. Oh. Seven. Okay, well, he has seven currently. He's had thirteen in his career. Okay, 
Good. Uh, my second question. How many valves are on a French horn? Uh, Four. I think it's... Five? The point goes to Becky. There are four valves. There's three fingers and a thumb. Oh, I thought there was three fingers, a thumb, and then, like, one other, like... I'm thinking of the spit valve. Yeah, no, that is not a... That doesn't count. Alright. Alright. How many days does the moon take to orbit the Earth? I was doing a bunch of moon Googling recently because I've had a question to Becky about moons about the moon but so this is where this came from is it 28 i'm gonna give you the 27 yeah it's 27 yeah it's like 27 days and 11 hours oh sorry (laughs) yeah i think Um, i think we need a buffer on any of the number ones because yeah when we're just pulling numbers from the dark yeah and why do women know that number because it's the lunar cycle Third question. Uh, Phillips, London, and Ratchet are all types of what? Uh, screwdrivers? That is correct. Ooh. Ratchet was too easy. No, Phillips. Phillips, Phillips yeah, was too I know. Easy, yeah. But what was... I, it, if you said London and Ratchet, I would have said... Known. I would have said... Uh, Whiskey. Wrenches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's weird is I got that off of a food trivia. Oh. Which doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. All right. Um, on a bit of a planet theme, what planet is closest to the sun? Mercury. Jupiter. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes <laughs> Mercury, <laughs> Venus, yeah. Earth, Ma- Mars. Mars. Uh, <laughs> is it Neptune, Uranus, oh, Saturn, Jupiter, Pluto? Okay. I think Uranus is farther out there. Uranus I don't. Is the proper way now. Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good question. All right. Is an anus. It is. We're at two two, right? Yeah. Okay. Two two. Uh, what is the woodcarver who made Pinocchio? Geppetto. That is correct. I'm surprised you knew that. What's his fish's name? Fish, fish. <laughs> yep, I don't know either. I don't remember. A big whale. <laughs> no, he has, no, he has the pet fish, goldfish. And then he and he has a goldfish and a black and white cat. We're gonna watch that. I haven't seen Pinocchio in twenty years. Uh, um, Cleo is the name of the fish. Cleo. Which famous Italian artist? An Italian. Painted the Last Supper. Italian. <laughs> Italian, obviously. Uh, Italian. <laughs> is it Michelangelo? It is not. I know. I didn't think it was. It is Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, see, Caprio. I was thinking it was da Vinci, but then I wasn't sure. Uh, if you, if you watched the Dan Brown movies, well, I didn't. You would know. I read the book though, but. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would know then. Uh, Well, also, I'm an art history minor, so I really should know. Oh, yeah, you really should. All right, final question. question. Uh, What is the Spanish name for Fox and is also a masked swordsman? 
Zoro. Zoro's correct. Ah! That's the one where I said I didn't know the answer, but I got it right, and I was really excited about it. There you go, Zoro. Do you have one more? I have one more. Who provided... This should be an easy question. Who provided the voice of the genie in the 1992 Disney movie, Aladdin? Robin Williams. That's correct. So I think we're tied. That's a tie, meaning we go to Becky's. That's excellent. means we go to Becky's okay. final question. Britton, I want to see your hands up in the air so you are not Googling anything. Keep your hands up in the air. You're disqualified if you put them down. Boys, in what year did women get the right to 1920. vote in America? <laughs> yeah, 1920. Good job. Okay, now it's a different question, so then we can break the tie. Oh. Yeah, we need to break the tie. Um. How old is Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Oh, no. She's... Whoever's closest gets the... 91. 94. No. I think she's like 83. So that would mean Britain gets the point. She's 87. Britain gets the point. Yeah. Good job, Britain. Thank you. All right, I am... I really thought she was in her 90s at this point. Yeah. I mean, she's close, but, but give her credit. Oh, no, totally. Credit, credit due all around. All right, ladies and germs, that is this episode of Pod Trivia. Yeah. Look forward to next episode where Britain talks about something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a mix of pyramidology and Egypt- oh. Egyptology. So sounds good. I like that. Good. Cool. I, all right. Okay. And that's the end of the episode. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Pod Trivia. Uh, if you want to reach out to us and ask us questions or maybe uh, suggest future trivia questions, please email us, podtriviacast at gmail.com. To find out more information about future episodes or contact us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at podtriviacast. If you like our show, head over to Apple or Google Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. We might just read it on the air. If you don't like our show, don't give us a review. <laughs> <laughs> but give us those five stars and let us know. It really helps. All right. Thanks so much for listening.